Hey there, this is Crystal Mitchell. I am the Salty Christian. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I hope and pray that you are blessed by it, that you gain some kind of insight or perspective of the Lord that maybe you hadn't considered before, or maybe not in a while. Here lately, I've been having a lot of conversations about codependence and respect. And in our society right now, there's a whole lot of codependence going on. And um, I didn't even recognize that I was codependent until fairly recently. Um, one, one time, my daughter pulled out a, um, a quote. It was two, three years ago. Um, and it was that um, it's easy to hate, but it takes strength to be gentle and kind. And I didn't, I didn't uh, realize how true that was. I'd never considered that. I typically gravitated towards the people who were powerful and uh, in the natural, you know, the, the alpha was kind of who I looked up to. Um, and maybe I'd see some things that weren't quite right, but, um, but mostly, you know, I would respect the alpha and, um, as I've grown and when my daughter pulled up this quote by an unknown author, it really made me consider what I had been respecting and why. Um, and basically having to look at my boundaries and my values, uh, in the face of, of this, um, idea that it's easy to hate and that it takes strength to be gentle and kind. I've reflected on relationships of elder, um, folks and people very different from me. And in some ways I changed how I looked at them and their way. Um, which brought me great humility and, um, better understanding of who they actually are as people. And coming to a place now where I have nothing to prove because I think a lot of that um, demand and upset and hatred, which sometimes I wouldn't have even called it hatred, but with the force behind it and the threat that ultimately came from it or it wouldn't have been so upsetting or made me so defensive that I really had to recognize that for what it was. And I chose to. Um, and thankfully, I found a new respect for people, uh, people who are different from me. I have a curiosity about them and a care that I didn't carry uh, before. And with this, it's allowed me to be me and not be influenced or threatened by people who are different from me. 
or maybe didn't support me or don't necessarily do things the way that I do. Uh, maybe they have different roles from me, um, different gifts from me, you know, being able to wake up and, and recognize that and, and the reality that, you know, one person isn't more important than another. And we do read about that in the Bible about, you know, your one part of the body can't say to another part of the body that there is not a need for you. Um, so whether you are a mom who stays at home raising your children, um, trying to get community with them also so that they can still be children and not just live up to your expectations, but uh, to also have that peer interaction, uh, especially during this challenging time um, of isolation. Um, or if you are, you know, the preacher Sunday morning, um, well, sorry for all you preachers out there. Um, that may be when I hear you, and I must apologize for that too, because I gained so much from my preachers and my pastors that I don't, I'm guilty of not telling them what I gain from them. And, um, I think that's probably just as important to them as, um, you know, anything else. So I'm going to try to get better at that, but sorry, rabbit trail. Um, but the point is that there is not one part that is uh, standalone. And if one of us is hurting, you know, then, then we hurt. We're called to carry one another's burdens. And um, in that, we should care for each other and express that and put the time in to build the relationships within the body and not just walk in and, and complain that we don't have that. Well, does anyone even know that you need something? Um, are you sharing respectfully considering that they, that they might have a uh, valid reason behind the way that the other person is acting, whether in the church or not, you know, what care for people. And if we can do that, then how much better off uh, will we be as a nation versus having something to prove? Respecting top dog, not respecting if you're not top dog, because if you're wrong, or if they're wrong, then there's no room for them or no value really when we're saying that they're idiots and we don't respect them whatsoever. What is the need? Where are you hurting? You know, all, a lot of people who are after socialism or the Marxist ideology, like where is their need? And if we can consider meeting that need, on an individual level, or even expressing that, I believe hearts will change. And just hearing the need um, and caring about that burden is a good place to start. Maybe it's unrealistic to even meet that need, but your desire to want to and to to carry that uh, pressure is is really is a great place to start. We've all made mistakes. We all need something and, um, just be long suffering 
And if there is a place in our lives where we don't necessarily um, have anything we feel like we we can offer, um, there is someone, some way, somewhere that you can offer something to. So being the salty Christian, we don't want to go out there and... Um, you know, take what we need and demand what we need or just get bitter because we're not getting what we need. Instead, if we flip the attention and flip the lens to being outward looking and we meet someone else's need, we consider someone else, do the thing that we need uh, for someone else, then life changes at that point, life changes. And to me, I've come to call this kingdom currency. And the kingdom currency is where the math doesn't really make sense, but it is absolute truth. So if it's more blessed to give than to receive, how does that work? Try it out. If our Father God owns everything, then how are you waiting for Him to meet your needs? Is He your ultimate boss or is it a person? Can you come up underneath that and still stand with your boundaries intact? and your faith intact without compromising. How? How do we do that? Well, it takes a lot of practice and I try every day and I get it wrong every day, I'm sure, in ways that I don't even know sometimes that I get it wrong because I'm human. I have a lot of needs and, um, you know, that's just the way it is. But I'll tell you what, when you bring your needs to him and he is your ultimate provision and he is your ultimate defender and you don't take things at face value that are negative and against you and react, um, then miracles can happen. And I'm not just talking about you know, you can't do anything else. So now you come to God for selfish reasons. No, I'm talking about true biblical principles and watching the Lord act on your behalf because you are following him. You're obeying his word and, um, you hear him. And when you hear him, you obey him. And that is vital. It is vital. So trying it out and doing the thing that is um, unnatural, you know, giving grace where your flesh typically wants to demand what you deserve or, you know, what you think is right taking that pause, that awkward moment or moments and not saying anything and letting the Lord speak to your heart 
letting the Lord be your provision because what we demand from man's hand, we are also limited by man's hand to get what it can provide. So when we open up to the Lord, amazing testimonies happen, amazing provision is given. I'm talking, I'm talking in every way, in every way. I don't even want to limit it (laughs) by giving some kind of example because I've had this provision given in financial ways, um, relational ways, um, just in loss, so many, so many ways, um, unmerited grace. I mean, I can't even define it all. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't even begin to try because it's, it's just unlimited and it's supernatural. Father God, I pray a blessing on each person listening to this. Lord, whether they have a personal relationship with you or not. Lord, I pray first and foremost that they would come to know you, that you would continue to pursue each and every one of them. Your word says whosoever would come to you, you will save. So I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for your heart of compassion. I thank you for your... um, approach that um, is consistent and unrelenting. Oh Lord, not that you just have this position of owning everything, but that you have a heart for us and for our good even while we're still sinners. Lord God, I pray that if one does not know you, that through these testimonies and this sharing of your um, care for me, that they would come to know you, that they would come to recognize you in everyday life, that they would see where and how you move and would get to know you in a deeper way in this format, Lord God, because I believe you've called me to it. And if it helps one person, that this is for you. If you're thinking this is not for me, it's likely that it absolutely is for you. So, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving the unlovable. Thank you, Lord God, that your plan is for our good and it's for a hope and a future and not to harm us. Thank you, Lord, that you are in the details so intricately in the scripture that sometimes it's hard to stay and hang to read every single detail that you choose to share with us. Lord, help us to draw nearer to you through your word. Help us to come across formats of your word and a sharing of your word, a teaching of your word, preaching of your word that is nourishment to us that we can receive and understand, Lord God. Give us eyes to see your ways and give us ears to hear you. Lord God, there is so much order in the universe, in nature, 
Lord Jesus, that it's hard to recognize at first when we come to build this relationship with you, just like with any relationship, it takes time to get to know the tendencies of, um, of one another and, um, kind of your nature and what, even what different, um, facial expressions and, um, you know, sounds and needs are, Lord, it's so detailed that you are loving and caring of the details of us in that way. And at first it's really weird. It's kind of even weird to say that. But I know it's true. It may not be things that I can, you know, prove based on another, uh, another person that can attest to it so freely and naturally as we're used to looking at. But it's actually another level of experiencing life. And the supernatural is something that we kind of, um, as a society, we can tend to um, kind of look at as a little bit off or strange or weird Um But it's so natural, actually, that if we're honest and we let up control of our lives a bit, um, that if we look around, we can see historically where the truth of there being something more exists. Like I heard one time in a program, a teaching program, that if something didn't exist like God or um, Jesus Christ, the Trinity, that humankind would ultimately make something up because it's such a reality of our being, our existence, Um, that there is actually a place that's empty inside of us that can only be filled by our God, our creator. As we try to fill it with other things, the Bible refers to this as idols. And we try to uh, worship, we idolize these, um, whether it's career or relationship or... um, Money, status, title, uh, children, um, whatever it is, performance in some way or another. Um, Ultimately, we're looking for something to fill that void. And when it is you and it lands on you, we learn to be content. I can attest to having idols and having them fail me. Every single time. And when you took your place as as my God, as my Lord, as my Savior, and enthroned uh, in my life, as I yield to you now um, as best I can, Uh, I am not perfect. I will not ever be perfect. 
I will always fail um, somebody at some point in time or some expectation I even have. Uh, that has become evident in my walk. But as you take the throne, Lord, those hits are less uh, devastating. And the truth of the matter is that I'm a, an eternal being and that you will be with me forever. Even now, your word says, on earth as it is in heaven. So the walk that I walk here is higher. It's forever. It is something that I will not, um, I will not miss as, you know, I experience what I experience here for what I'm called to do. Um, but it continues on. I have an eternal purpose. So in this message today, I hope and pray that in the event there's a part of your life or the the entirety of it that you don't know God in that way, that he is creator but not personal detailed God. Like if he is a hands-off God for whatever reason, there can be multitude of reasons that people experience God in this way. I pray that he will attune your ear to be able to begin that relationship, to um, let him into that part of your life that you would begin uh, to be vulnerable with him and share your hurts that have maybe brought you separate, um, that you would recognize where you were last close to him and you would um, bring that up and, and just talk to the Lord however you choose to communicate with our Creator. He knows your thoughts, but he really wants you to choose too, whether in prayer journals or in, um, in prayer, just speaking to him. Um, he wants you. He's jealous for you. You are his perfect creation. You are not a mistake. From before you were born, he knew you. You were wonderfully made. And... My prayer is that whether your need is financial, um, self-worth, maybe you've not been cared for and you're really tired of it. You're really tired of being overlooked and you feel like the Lord is, you know, you've come this far with relationships, but you're just ready to have your own voice and that you... You want to um, have more and you're not going to settle any longer for being overlooked and stepped on. Um, I pray that you will let him in and um, whatever the process is, wherever you are in it, that you'll step into that kingdom mindset and just let him begin to talk to you. 
I think the hardest part of doing this is that we don't get to define everything. It's like when you're in a relationship, you want to respect the other person. You know, especially in the beginning before you're all comfortable and you've put in your time, you know, and you feel like you can get away with a little bit more, uh, not being as attentive. I know for me, I'm guilty of that. Um, you know, the things that used to be important, um, just seem like, "Eh, I don't really need to do that anymore. Um, but it's the things that built the relationship in the first place. Um, so I, I just hope that during these times, um, that we can take a moment and reflect and say, Lord, have your way in my heart, in my relationships. If it's not of you or from you, I don't want it. I don't want to waste my time anymore. I want to be open and stay open. I don't want to build walls up to walk away, but teach me how to bring correction and have boundaries and to respect other people in this way as I am taking care of myself. And in that, we can walk through relationships in a healthy, true kind of way that others will see and want that, that we don't just pretend everything is fine for the sake of peace, but that we bring our full selves into um, where we are and recognize what our needs are that are lacking um, and say what we need because no one knows if we don't say, you're not a mind reader. I'm not a mind reader. Um, and so communication is so, so very important. Um, expressing yourself is so very important and you're worth hearing. So as we move into this subject um, and we present our needs to the Lord and we recognize where we're lacking, um, what our biggest fears are, um, what our expectations are. You know, if we're upset about something and we're not uh, being fulfilled, then we really have the responsibility ourselves if we're complaining Uh, to write out what we do want and what we do expect. Of course, leave it a a living document um, because sometimes we don't even know what we want and then we get it and we're still not happy. Um, And that's okay. But let's also recognize where it's our own responsibility to define that. It's not other people's responsibility to fulfill our life and our calling and to make us happy. So if we define these things, then we have a good foundation of, of having boundaries, um, where our boundaries need to go, because if it's not supporting these things that we want, uh, in our lives, then we know we, um, and that's respecting one another. It's not necessarily, um, meant to demand one thing or another from you, or you doing that from me. 
we don't have to keep people in our lives with a chokehold. You know, we can hold loosely to people and trust God with them. Um, sometimes we're close to people for a season. Sometimes we're um, steadfast, close to them our whole lives. And uh, sometimes that is intermittent as well. So um, things change. One thing that is um, consistent is that we need to respect one another. We need to respect our differences and what someone else is doing doesn't necessarily have to change who you are and the direction that you're going in. So as we can not be threatened by uh, people being different from us and choosing different from us and growing at different rates from us um, or than us, we can be sure that we're living a fulfilled life. And really, that's the whole point. And um, so thank you so much for listening today. And I, I hope and pray that this is a blessing to you, that it gives you some challenges um, in different ways of living that you can reach higher and uh, see him working in your life and the life of your loved ones. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I truly hope that it blesses you and that you just can't wait to share it with your friends and it blesses them too and on and on. Thank you again. I look forward to uh, our next episode. I plan to post every Thursday. So um, we'll see you then. Take care.